Hey, folks, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Ryan Kennedy. And today's episode, one of my favorite topics is about the role of muscle in anti-aging and longevity. A lot of people are interested in this field of longevity, myself included, because when you enjoy your life, you're like, I want to live a long freaking time and feel amazing throughout the entire span of, of my, my life. You know, I don't want to be 60, 70, 80 years old and I can't do anything and I'm laid up in a bed and I feel terrible because I didn't take care of myself when I was younger. So the number one thing I really believe to be the driving factor that determines how we will age. And this is just not my belief. This is actually backed up by the research. The number one thing, it's not nutrition. It's not supplementation. Heck, it's not even sleep. It's muscle mass. Now, obviously those things I just rattled off earlier play directly into muscle mass, but the importance of building lean muscle and how that impacts our quality of life and our health span cannot be overstated. Muscle is, one of, muscle is the largest organ in the body, and it is the major key to longevity. So many people talk about muscle in ways like it's all about vanity and, and aesthetics and you know athletic performance. And yeah, those things are not necessarily inaccurate, but the way I talk about muscle is it's the primary glucose disposal agent. It's your metabolic currency. It's the way that we can really have functional fitness well into our 80s, 90s, and even into our hundreds. Being under-muscled is really at the root cause of so many problems that that we face as a society. So most people focus, they, they always talk about being over fat, you know, this whole pan, you know, this whole epidemic of obesity. There's so many people in our society who are overweight and obese. And they all think the the, the answer is eating less and then you know doing some cardio. But the real problem is that they're under-muscled. We realize muscle is essential for locomotion, you know, exercise, movement, doing some going up and down the stairs, getting up and down off the toilet seat, but it's also our metabolic currency. And what this means is the amount of lean muscle you have directly impacts your metabolic rate, thus your ability to lose weight and maintain a healthy weight. It's hard to be, to, to not eat a lot for long stretches of time. It just doesn't work. Caloric restriction in most studies that we look at, it's unsustainable. The percentage of people that attempt to do a caloric restriction way of losing weight and then end up gaining the weight back is massively high. It's in like the 98 or 99 percentile. It's, it's horrendously unsuccessful. And the reason being is that while you're doing caloric restriction, you're losing muscles, so you're lowering your metabolic rate even further. And there's only a matter of time before you say, damn it, I'm freaking hungry. I'm tired of not eating as much as I feel like eating. I'm just going to eat and then you gain all the weight back. And then you feel bad about yourself. And it's just this horrible cycle that people fall into. And I truly believe that the key to breaking that cycle is to build lean muscle. Because when you have more muscle on your body, you burn more calories during rest, when you're sitting around, when you're sleeping, you burn more calories during activity, when you're walking, when you're working out, when you're at the gym, and you have just a higher caloric burn due to the massive upgrade in your metabolic rate, which then allows you to enjoy more delicious food without clogging up your body and gaining weight. I don't know about you, but I freaking love to eat. Anyone who's eaten with me knows I love to freaking eat. Now I'm not overweight. I don't have excessive body fat because I understand 
that by doing resistance training and having lean muscle mass, I'm able to enjoy delicious food without the downsides that people think of when they see the quantities of food I put down. In most diseases of metabolic dysfunction, like diabetes and heart disease, which are some of the biggest killers in our society, are largely controlled and contributed to the amount of muscle that we have on our bodies. Muscle is our best glucose disposal agent. So if you want to improve your blood glucose and insulin levels to either reverse type 2 diabetes or prediabetes or just prevent it in the first place, build some muscle. If you want to improve your lipid profile, you know, your cholesterol and your triglycerides, and you want to minimize your chances of a cardiovascular event or cardiovascular disease, build some muscle. And if you just want to feel freaking amazing and have good energy, build some muscle. And how do we build muscle? Resistance training. Resistance training coupled with high quality protein. It's not rocket science. Most of you are probably hearing this being like, no duh, Ryan. We know you got to lift weights to build muscle. Well, any type of resistance training will add, will, will be conducive to building muscle. That's body weight exercises, push-ups, pull-ups, squats, lunges. That's resistance exercises with free weights, dumbbells, kettlebells, barbells. You can do things like resistance bands. You can do cable machines. You can do all sorts of resistance style exercises. They're all great. You just need some sort of resistance training. I would say three to four times per week is the optimal amount for the vast majority of people. Some people can get away with a little less. Some people might want more depending on their goals and where they're trying to go with their muscle gains. Um, but <clears throat> the truth is this, is, this factor is key for longevity and just improving the overall health. We need to stop looking at the equation that people are over fat and start realizing it's that they're under muscled and that by boosting their amount of muscle mass, the weight loss is going to be far more effective. It's going to be easier. It's going to be more sustainable. And <clears throat> this is just huge. I mean, there's more death today from obesity than any infectious disease. It is at the foundation of so many chronic diseases that people suffer from today. And I truly believe it's the most serious health epidemic that's ever faced humanity. And while this may be hard to hear and saddening to some of you, the, the thing that I look at, the thing that I focus at that really excites me is that it's 100% preventable and 100% reversible. And it doesn't require any expensive drugs. It doesn't require access to state-of-the-art medical services. Every single person has the ability and the power to reverse this problem. And our society as a whole has the ability to completely eliminate this obesity epidemic. And it's not a matter of trying to starve yourself. It's not a matter of trying to do crazy amounts of cardio on the treadmill, on the elliptical. It really comes down to resistance training and building muscle. And yes, sleep is important. Stress is important. Nutrition is important. All these things are important. There's a lot of things that are important. But if you were to distill the top priority, I believe it's to build muscle. And it's not about how many, how many pounds of weight you can bench press. It's not about flexing in the mirror. It's about feeling freaking fantastic, having a good quality of life, minimizing any chances of chronic disease and having a wonderfully long health span where you're functional, feeling fantastic and you're able to enjoy as many years in this human experience as possible because let's face it folks life is freaking good so enjoy the ride do some resistance training build some muscle share this episode along to anyone you know 
who's been struggling with weight loss, who doesn't see the value in muscle, who does, who do anyone that does a lot of cardio, share this their way. Say, Hey bro. Hey girl, mix some resistance training into your cardio routine. You can thank me later. Appreciate all of you for tuning in. See you on the next episode.